on This Week in History. So it's Eddie Castle along with Drew Armstrong on Aspen Way Breakfast for a Saturday and it's on This Week in History. Uh, we're going to delve into, yeah, to, to the history. To that, the history. To, to the history, yeah. That's why we call it on This Week in History. Yeah. Oh, does, so much history. <laughs> does what it says in the tin. <laughs> so the first one I want to talk about, Drew, is a birthday on September 7th. It's Queen Elizabeth's. Ah. Yeah, because she was born. Not not Queen, not our Queen, but Queen Elizabeth I. Because she was born in Greenwich Palace on this day, 7th of September. When was that then? That, that must have been a long time ago. Years ago, years. Um, years ago. 1533, wasn't it? Yes, it was indeed. That was it. Uh, she was the daughter of King Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn, and ascended ah. to the throne in 1558. She was only age 25. Oh, that's young, isn't it? I'm trying well, I to, suppose I, back then, you, 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 she might have felt a bit older. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm <laughs> trying to think. Now, if Paul was here, he'll be able to say it straight away. Our Queen now, Queen Elizabeth, how old was she when she uh, came on the throne? Oh, I don't know. Oh, we should know. Oh, we should know this. Oh... Oh, we'll have to really we'll, should. She's just a current queen as well. Yeah, no, I don't. Because I'm sure, I'm sure she was a youngster as well. Mm. I can hear you typing, Drew. Are you googling? <laughs> <laughs> you are, aren't you? Come on, my man. Come on. <laughs> oh, second uh, of June at the age of twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, right? Okay. Fifty-three. Ah, so Queen Elizabeth the first was probably the youngest. Do you know what? We're going to get all these historians now shouting at the radio. Go. These guys have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you see, Paul, yeah, he'd be right on that. So uh, we're going to have to do a little bit better on the, on the, on the second one, I think. Yeah. But during, <laughs> yeah. Uh, during her reign, this is interesting. You probably already know this. Uh, during her reign, Britain became a world power by defeating the Spanish Armada. Now, I'm going to upset all the historians. I learned more about this period by watching Blackadder 2. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant comedy. <laughs> Um, and it's set in England during the reign of Queen Elizabeth I, who was brilliantly played by Miranda Richardson. Did you ever see it? No, I didn't. I, I've heard of Blackadder, but th- there was a few different ones, wasn't there? There was the one like in World War Two. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen that one. So it first, um, it first came on the scene with Blackadder, uh, the original, and it was during the medieval time. And then Blackadder 2, which I'm talking about now, uh, was the <coughs> reign of Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth I, who, as I mentioned, was brilliantly played by Miranda Richardson. Edmund, Lord Blackadder, the great-grandson of the original Blackadder. Uh, you also had Lord Chamberlain, Lord Melcher, who was played by Stephen Fry. <laughs> and the Queen's demented former nanny, Nursey, who was played by Patsy Byrne. Drew, if I can recommend a TV programme, that would be it. Have a Seriously, watch it. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing on my Saturday afternoon now. Yeah, uh, and of course you've got Baldrick, because your sidekick Baldrick always turns up. Um, played by, oh, who's your man? Oh, I've forgotten him now. Oh, this is terrible, isn't it? Should, should really do my research. Baldrick played by... And I can hear you typing away, Drew. <laughs> oh, it's the man that does the um, the Channel Four. The oh, uh, he's he's a gardener, isn't he? Not a gardener. I think he's more of a sort of um, <laughs> artifact. What, what, what? <laughs> oh, Paul. Do you know what Paul Tony is probably? Robinson. That's the guy. Paul is probably yeah. listening to this now and going, "Oh my goodness, what are these two going on about? Why did we put Eddie and Drew together?" <laughs> 
Oh, uh, well, you know, Paul's, uh, Paul's nickname for me is Halfwit, so... <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, I'm the other Halfwit. <laughs> just li- ju- just loving, living up to the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tony Robinson, that was him, wasn't it? He's, the- he's, a f- he's a funny guy. Also on this week in history, September the 13th, 1980, Willie Nelson smokes pot at the White House. Do you think this is the first time that pot has ever been smoked at the White House? <laughs> um, is this true? It is. Are you, are you having a joke now? No, 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 no. So US President Jimmy Carter, a big fan of Willie Nelson, invited the country singer to perform on the South Lawn at the White House. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's uh, a cool thing for a president to do, isn't it? It is, get, it is. Get, get a nice country singer to come and play on the grass. Exactly. Yeah, just come over, just have a little bit of a sing-song. And uh, <laughs> yeah, while he was doing that, he was um, rolling a big fat one. Um, it was called an Austin Torpedo, uh, marijuana <laughs> cigarette, and smoked it with Carter's son. Oh, wow. <laughs> did, you, did you think President Jimmy Carter knew of this? I think he partook. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one, Drew. Oh, actually, it does say President Carter claimed not to have known of Nelson's after-hours activities. Yeah, right. Uh, they were just partying at the White House. Yeah, we, we know. know what goes down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
Eddie Castle on Aspen Weight Radio.
Perfume Genius without you. Before that, it was the 1975. If you're too shy, let me know. And the Scissor Sisters, take your mama. It is Eddie Castle along with Drew Armstrong. On This Week in History. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, on This Week in History. Hopefully doing it justice. Hopefully Paul's not cringing just yet. (laughs) Or writing my P45. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Got to say, um, some serious stuff before we go any further. Yeah, got to touch upon September the 11th, 2001. The worst terrorist attack in the United States history occurred as four large passenger jets were hijacked, then crashed, killing nearly 3,000 people. Uh, it was the Twin Towers, it was the Pentagon as well. Where were you, Drew? I remember I was at my nan's house, actually, Um uh, lived in Cannington, a uh, little village in Somerset. And um, yeah, I, I just remember being at my nan's house and seeing all this news going on on the TV, you know? Yeah, I remember I was living and working in Cyprus at the time for another radio station. And a friend of mine messaged me because she was working for Deutsche Bank at the time in London and said, oh, we're under attack, we're under attack. And of course, straight away, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, there's a terrorist attack in London. And mm. I turned the TV on because I couldn't get through to uh, my friend. And I was really panicking at this stage. 
and I turned the TV on and she meant Deutsche Bank in the Twin Towers and just watching it unfold was I was horrific wasn't it yeah it was totally horrific like you say it was, it was like a movie almost mm. as you were watching it and I remember my nan and granddad sitting there and just I, I was 11 at the time and um, and uh, so I didn't quite the gravity of it and everything um, but it was just like I can remember my granddad like wow this is really bad you know and, and uh, yeah it was it was crazy it is one of those where people know where they were crazy on- that that's nearly like 20 years ago now as well yes yes it's still so prominent in, in yeah in, in our minds and oh. uh, should we just try and uh, bring ourselves up oh, I've got a funny one Eddie go on sir so on September 10th in 1897, it yeah. was the first drunk driving offence. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 the first one that happened. Well, probably the first one that um, that that you know, anyone, anyone like, people were probably just drink driving all the time back then <laughs> in, on on the, on the two cars that were in the road. <laughs> but um, yeah, 25 year old London taxi driver George Smith is arrested and convicted the same day. He had driven his electric cab um, into a building after having. Having a few beers. Wow. <laughs> he, ple- he pleaded guilty and was fined 25 shillings. Right. I wonder how much that would be today's money. <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to Google it. I'm sure that okay. someone... I'm sure that someone... the clicking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that someone will email. In fact, yeah. If, if someone knows, email eddieaspenweightradio.com. What's 25 shillings equivalent to today uh, in today's money? Love for you to get in contact. This is interesting because back in the day... They had electric cars. Mm. It was an electric cab. Yeah, that's what it says, yeah. An, yeah. an electric cab, which mm. is a bit strange. You would have thought it had been those uh, big Henry Ford, big black uh, uh, cars that first came on the market. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't Tesla standard back then. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Here's another one. September the 8th, 1966. And I remember doing this on my Drive Time show the other day. Gene Roddenberry's Space Western Star Trek debuts on NBC with the episode The Man Trap. Ooh. Yeah, now the episode featured the creature that became known as the Salt Monster, and apparently it was really, really scary. Oh, I've never seen that one either. No, I've not seen it, so I might have to go along and uh, watch it. Um, Your good self, I mean, are you an original Star Trek, or are you sort of more the... Picard, the next generation. I tell you what, I have never watched Star Trek. I mean, I've watched some of the originals on YouTube. Uh, I've got mm. to say, I do like the recent Star Trek films that were made by J.J. Mm. Abrams. Big, big, big fan of J.J. Abrams. Oh, nice. Is there, a, is there a, um, is there like a newer series as well um, that's been out like very recently? It's is that, it might be something else, but I. So I think I remember someone saying to me about the new Star Trek series was really good. I think that it's on Netflix, and I think it's called Picard. I've not ah, seen yeah, it. That's it. Yeah, I think it's just a spin-off. So, have we got any more on this day in history, or on this week, I should say? Ooh, what we got? Oh, Evil Knievel. <gasps> oh. You know, Evil Knievel, Mr. Stuntman, yeah. he attempted to jump Snake River Canyon near Twin Falls in Idaho in on September 8th, uh, 1974. Mm. And it was, a, it was a Sky Cycle X2 steam-powered rocket motorcycle. And um, Knievel's parachute um, prematurely deployed on launch, causing the jump to fail. He landed at the bottom of the canyon, suffering only minor injuries. Uh, I remember, I remember my older brother having a stunt Evil Knievel toy, and it was a wind-up toy. 
and oh. he gave yeah he gave it to me so he's born in the 70s i was born in the 80s he gave it to me and i accidentally smashed it up and oh, I, and I, being I, evil Knievel. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. If that was an evil Knievel toy, I wanted to see if it was robust enough to be smashed <laughs> from the top of the table, and it wasn't. Well, I, f- I think that's a good way to go, to be <laughs> honest, if you're, if you're an evil Knievel toy. So, yes, yeah, so the evil Knievel toy didn't last at all because it was smashed into pieces. I reckon now if you go onto the Antiques Roadshow and you sort of present your evil Knievel toy intact, it'll be worth thousands of pounds. Oh, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Crikey. Yeah, let's not go into that one. Best not, <laughs> best not tell my brother. I might upset him a little bit. Uh, have you got any um, old, old toys, uh, things from from your childhood, apart from the Evil Knievel toy that's well, no longer? I used to love collecting the original Star Wars toys, ah, which cool. my mum gave away to my cousin, and my cousin lost them. Ah, so I think it. I, I think it's karma coming around because I accidentally smashed up my brother's evil Knievel toy, <laughs> and it is probably worth thousands of pounds now. Uh, my mum gave away my Star Wars figures to my cousin who lost them. That's probably worth thousands of pounds now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's always a thing you do, isn't it? Like I, I remember I had loads of um, like wrestling WWE WWF wrestling toys when I was younger, and it's, mm. yeah, you can't you kind of give them away when it get when you get when you grow out of them, and yeah. <laughs> so the moral of the story, kids, is don't give away your toys. Keep hold of them because you never know in the future they could be worth thousands of pounds and for goodness sake don't destroy them so there you go i think that was all right we did that fairly well let's quit while we're ahead let's see if we can turn it into a podcast (laughs) when paul wake comes back from his holidays ask him the question how was on this week in history
safe to go Pushes turn to shovels Shoveling the snow Frozen you have chosen 